Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius with you, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert, and our very rested co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway, our barbecue of doctor. Are you rested, Dan? Somewhat, yes. <laughs> somewhat, somewhat from the American Royal. Hey, coming up, we've got Joe Pierce. Uh, I like to call him a friend of the show. He's got Slaps Barbecue. Super nice guy. He and his brother, Mike, right? Dan? Yeah, Mike. Yep. And uh, they've got this this restaurant, but he does, he, he kills it in competition, doesn't he? Oh, man, he's on the road pretty much every weekend. So he's in, right now he's still sitting in second place in KCBS standings. So we're going to have a little chat with him and find out what he's got going on for the rest of the year. You know, somehow we need to do some barbecue radio nation luck for him to get him to go from, because didn't he finish second last year? Like really close. Yeah, he did, but we're not going to bring that up. (laughs) No, no, we're not going to bring it up. I'm trying to send good vibes for him. Oh yeah. So that he comes in first place. Well, why don't you just hold on to those vibes and and give them to me for next year when I'm, when I make a run. Okay. Okay. You know what? (laughs) You you bring me some leftovers. I'll give you some vibes. So that's how that works. So we're going to have Joe Pierce back on. Happy to have him on. And then speaking of competition american royal was a couple of weeks ago and we got talked about a lot we're going to talk about it some again today because it's such a big event and dan you were you there all three days friday saturday and sunday yeah i actually dropped off my trailer on thursday and and was down there thursday friday saturday sunday and man it's uh you know it's always the best weekend in kansas city if you're a barbecue lover uh but man it takes the life out of you. Oh, I bet. So uh, we, we kind of want to share with Dan his experiences. And of course, T-Bone, you were a judge a couple of weeks ago. I'm very jealous of you for yes, that. Yes, I was there Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> took Friday off. <laughs> took Friday off. <laughs> took Friday off. Took a day off for a barbecue. So here's the deal. Speaking of the American Royal, and, and I'm kind of... Well, you know, the three of us, I consider us all three to be hard-hitting journalists. When you guys agree uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't journal anything. I, I look well, at journal, but I mean journalists. <laughs> I look at myself in the mirror and have to do my daily affirmations, and I look myself in the eye and say, you are a hard-hitting journalist. Yes, that's exactly what... That's completely opposite what I say to myself. <laughs> what do you say? Good Lord, what happened? <laughs> Well, me as a graduate of the Columbia School of Broadcasting. Uh, here we go. So uh, back on September 1st, we missed a holiday that, and I know it was a month ago, but I have to bring it up. Does anybody know what holiday we missed on September 1st? Uh, T-Bone? It was a national day. Yes. Honoring. Yes. Oh, come on. I, I can't remember. I, I think like I heard about easy. it. This is easy. Hot dogs. Donuts. I don't know. Nope. No, nope. Not hot dogs. No. <laughs> Okay. Burritos. Um, Slushies. Charcoal briquettes. Would somebody tell Dan we're doing a barbecue show? Oh, oh barbecue <laughs> National uh, Charcoal Briquette Day. Burnt, Burnt ends. ends. Oh, that's right. That's that's every day in Kansas City. Well, the American Royal created the national food holiday. Um, Can you just create them? Yes, of course. Well, that, then what are we doing wasting our time doing a radio show? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but according to Feast Magazine, no single dish is more closely associated with Kansas City than burnt ends. And we don't want to bore people all over the country about Kansas City yeah, and burnt we ends. Do. But <laughs> here's my okay. So here's my question about burnt end days and just burnt ends in general. Okay. Because I haven't traveled since we started the show because of COVID. And I'll be on the road more and I'll be hitting every barbecue restaurant I can. But if once I get out of the realm of the Midwest, do you see burnt ends anywhere? Of course you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a Kansas City it thing anymore. It is a delicacy anymore. It started yeah, in it Kansas started City. In Kansas I know it started and, here. And obviously, you know, I won't go into the history except to say the fact that uh, they had to give them away. Right. Originally, well, nobody at, would buy them. And Arthur Bryant's, from right. what I understand. Okay, you go into the history. No, no, because you know it better than I do. <laughs> right. But correct me if I'm wrong, is they people would, of course, Arthur Bryant's, the big line, Oh, here, here's some burnt ends. They yeah. just put them up on the counter, and you snack them like you like you would peanuts right, or something. Right. Okay, all right. So you took it that far. So let me tell you sure. the, a little more on the history, real quick. So people would go over to Gates Barbecue, and ask, I'm gonna help you. And they would <laughs> and they would ask for burnt ends, and they were told. Uh, no, we don't have burn-ins. We try not to burn our barbecue. <laughs> that, that's that's just a cop-out. I love That's it. just a poor answer. By the I way, c- congratulations to Ollie Gates and Arthur Bryant, who were just inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, American Royal and, Weekend. And not only that, but, I mean, kind of, this should have been done a long time ago. Those guys are history of barbecue but um so quick quick side note you know me i'm on my 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 quest of my new year's resolution the only one i will ever hit in my life and i am i am above target of hitting restaurants that i've never been to before um and i went to one who actually they have like three restaurants but i've never been to this location and a friend of mine did the stupidest thing in the world said it's lunch i'm buying well, you know, that's when you look at the big side of the menu. I'd like the sampler plate, please. Yes, but no, I was I was good. I was good to her. But I had uh, I had burnt beef burn ends and turkey and two sides, and it was heaven. Where'd you go? Um, Jack Stack. Oh, nice. Over in the freight house district, if oh, you're ever in Kansas yeah. City. And happy belated burnt end days. We're going to get you guys a cake or something. Anyway, coming up now, time for our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-It Man, sponsored by our October Barbecue Sauce of the Month. It's Cowtown Barbecue Sauce, 18 ounces, only $5.99. The best sauce on the planet. This title was awarded at the 2001 American Royal Barbecue Contest, beating out hundreds of other barbecue sauces from around the world. And, of course, you can get it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. All right, T-Bone. What do we got this week? Uh, we ain't got a question. We don't? We, what? Didn't, we didn't get a question this week. Oh, okay. So I've got a question. Okay, shoot. For Dr. Dan. No, not a real doctor. <laughs> Dear Dr. Dan. <laughs> okay, so the, I'm doing a call back to the American Royal when I was judging, and uh, I got a box in uh, that uh, had burn-ins in it along with sliced brisket. Okay. That's fairly common. Right? Yeah. I'm not sure if we talked about this on the air. I believe that we part. did. did so, we? I, I uh, but here's the thing. Uh, so the burnt end was bitter. And I'm wondering, what caused that? Why Why would the burnt ends be bitter, but the brisket itself was fine? Well, they're, you know, that's probably a very common thing to happen. Uh, you know, especially when you're dealing with a, a, a huge crowd of, of 
barbecue competitors like that. There's a lot of people like you know, like myself that only cook a couple times a year, so they probably haven't perfected their their point, you know. Um, and a lot of times people separate the flat from the point and cook them separately. That way they get the proper render out of the, out of the burn ends. But if I had to say why, you know, what the best reason is why it was, why it was a little bitter is a lot of times people will pre-cut their burn ends before they, uh, before they actually go into the box. Um, well, that you have to time out that you have to cut them to go into the box anyways. But what I'm trying to say is that they will cut them sauce them put them in a small pan and put them back on the cooker to set up the sauce and i've had it happen to me with ribs where i put it the i'll sauce the ribs up real good put them back on the cooker add a couple chunks to it it'll start chugging smoke and that sauce will actually pick up a lot of that that smoke flavor and if it's too harsh then it tends to be a little bitter so if i had to guess they probably sauce their burn ends put them back on the cooker with a real dirty smoke on them and just kind of over smoked it a little bit yeah that's the only that sounds, logical answer I can think of. Sounds plausible to me. Yeah. Don't forget, if you have a question for Ask Dr. Dan, because you could get a bottle of sauce like T-Bone just... Well, we're gonna Do we have a, to give him sauce? Yeah, we got to give him a I need sauce. sauce. <laughs> we're going to give him a bottle of Cowtown Barbecue Sauce, 18 ounces, only $5.99. Zesty, tangy, great with beef, pork, poultry, or fish, or hey, burnt ends, right? So you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Coming up, a old friend of the show, one of our favorite guests, Joe Pierce. He's got Slaps Barbecue. He's out there competing. He's in second place, but we won't bring that up when we talk to him. No. Uh, we're, we're just, he's the king of it, but he is he's a great guest to have on. So don't go anywhere. Joe Pierce, he's coming up next. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. And we'll be right back with Joe Pierce right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. 
Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kais along with Dan Hathaway and our special returning guest, Joe Pierce, along with his brother, uh, Mike. They've got Slaps Barbecue, delicious food. He's a pit master, currently number two in the country in the KCBS uh, standings. And more importantly, Joe Pierce was the 2004 <laughs> State Golf Championship <laughs> in his high school. Or was that junior high or grade school? What was that, Joe? Uh, no, no, that was 100% high school. We uh, <laughs> We uh we we won state. You want to check tape in high school? I mean, check tape. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just depressed that you were still in high school in 2004. I mean, come on, right. man. Yeah. man you, you are a yeah, young one. Bad. You are a young one. You you've been you've been put uh, worn hard and put a, put together wet. Uh, yeah. So are you going to be in the Ryder Cup in Rome in two years? Can we expect that? Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's on one of my you know. Uh, checklist boards of things I got to accomplish. Uh, and at the top, it says Rome uh, 20, you know, 2025. You know what, you, you know, know, what so. you should do? And I'm, I'm serious about this show is get in with somebody because don't you think the American players while over in Rome would love to have some good old barbecue to eat? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, no, I'm it would serious. Be, it would be an absolute blast. It's it's probably one of those like I I told myself I was going to climb Mount Everest in 2020, and I, I I set that goal in like 2008. And so you know I like having those types of things to to really strive for because I've really accomplished all those goals in my life. What what, what would be funny is that the players' dinner the night before the you know the first round is you're serving them up your brisket and and burnt ends and stuff, and then the next day they're all just like. Oh man, I I just want to nap. You got uh, the meat just, itis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, we got the yips from from brisket. <laughs> so Dan, the competitor that he is, he wanted to talk to you about competition and what's going on. Absolutely. So Joe, you, you know you're you're second right now in KCBS standings, which is just an unbelievable accomplishment. Um, Thank you. What what do you have going on the rest of the year? What what are you looking forward to in these last couple weeks of? Uh, <laughs> of the competition I'm sorry i don't mean to laugh oh. you, you said you said look forward to like i'm, uh, I'm just itching, itching to get you out don't want to get out and, and drive cook. to wyoming and cook no um you know listen it's uh we we've had a, we've had a very successful year um we're cooking really good um i you know i keep i keep making the comment to myself that i'm making good decisions when i'm out there cooking <laughs> and and because you, you, it gets a little mundane doing the same thing uh, week in and week out. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm not burnt out on barbecue, but, you know, I, every night of the week I do something uh, to get ready for a contest. And, uh, and I've been doing that since uh, I, had, I had the weekend of July 4th off. But uh, since then, I haven't had a weekend off of competition barbecue. So the rest of the year is really... Um, just chasing uh, contests that have enough teams. Yeah. So like this weekend, I don't know if I'm going to Casper, Wyoming or Sheridan, Arkansas. Uh, I'll have, I'm making a decision either tonight or, or first thing tomorrow, depending on, on how many teams uh, sign up. Um, 
yeah, on, on where I'm going to go. So it's, it's an unfortunate situation I'm in, but you know, I'm really excited, um, to, uh, to cook, uh, this weekend, I'm going to run some recipes that I'm going to cook down at the Jack next weekend, oh, man. uh, which it's going to be our first, first time going down to Lynchburg and to the holler and, and doing the whole thing down there at the Jack Daniels invitational. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I bought a bunch of chicken wings and, and some chicken breasts. And so we're going to, we're going to test putting some white meat in the box potentially this weekend. And, and, uh, but that, that stuff I get excited for, but, uh, you know, the, the same old, same old, same old, uh, ribs, chicken, brisket, and pork, uh, that we do every weekend at a barbecue contest, uh, gets, gets a little old, gets a little mundane, but you know, um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to go out and go out there and, and be successful. And, you know, we cooked, um, we cooked Shawnee, Kansas, uh, this weekend, uh, it was my first time cooking out there and, uh, really, really a fun contest. I don't know. It gets a little bit of a bad rap, but, um, from some of the local guys, but, you know, we went out there and had, had a good time. We had four calls and, and won all my tables and not much you can do besides winning your tables and getting calls and just got unlucky that there, there was a couple other teams that put up some big numbers. So, um, you know, you just move on and live to fight another day. Yeah, man. And you, you know, your guys, you guys are cooking so good right now and, and I can, I can see how it can get a little mundane, but you know, how do you maintain that, that kind of composure and that mindset every single time you go out? Cause I know for myself, that's one of my downfalls is I, I second guess everything that I do at contests. And so I'll try different recipes. I, I just can't even imagine having that kind of rhythm where you're going out week to week and doing the exact same thing. How do you maintain all that? You know, it's, it's more about just trusting that your recipes are working. Um, you know, we obviously when we cook the Royal, we, we finished okay both days. Um, you know, when you're fighting against 175 or 180 teams, that's 400. 400 to 500 in the open and, and you don't score well, you're that, uh, trust me, I, I was fighting the itch to change something <laughs> when, my, when my chicken finished, you know, 390th or whatever it was. Um, but then I go back and look at it. I've, I've, you know, have like five or six one eighties in chicken this year. And I'm, I, w- I think I was first in the country up until this weekend. I think Reuters and Tudors won chicken down in uh, Murfreesboro. So I'm, I'm second in chicken, but just knowing that, Listen, I'm like I said, I'm making good decisions. I'm going to put good food in the box. I can fix flavor uh, at the very end. If it's too spicy, too sweet, I know what to do. Uh, and just really just focus on on nail and tenderness week in and week out. And, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to do if you're going to cook one or two times a year. Um, you know, like what, what uh, Brad and I are doing and even the teams in the past, um, you know, Rod and Travis and, and Tim Grant and, and those guys who went out in one team of the year. I mean, those guys just didn't miss tenderness any week. You know what I mean? That's that's really what it takes. You know, brisket, brisket and pork, you know, those guys can tend to taste a little different if, if just depending on what the, what the animal did, you know what I mean? And so it could be salty. It could be, beefy it could be porky it could have tons of flavor no flavor so just having a palate that's tuned into what what's scoring right now in kcbs is is definitely a benefit and you know we're just going to tweak here and there as we uh, build boxes and hopefully uh hopefully get some calls we're awesome. talking with, with joe pierce from slash barbecue i gotta interject real quick here uh, the amateur guy here so you mentioned lynchburg down there at jack daniels isn't it true and i think both of you guys know this isn't that county a dry county <laughs> it is a dry county. That's so the funniest you, thing in the world. <laughs> it is. You got to drive. You got to drive like twenty minutes just to buy any alcohol. So. so it's like this is a beautiful bottle. I'm gonna leave now and go drive a half an hour so that I can have a bottle of it. <laughs> right. I'm super stoked that you're gonna go cook the jack because that's such a great honor and and I'm excited to see how you do. 
me too. I have, uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been literally calling everybody that I've known that's cooked it in the past and getting uh, little tips and tricks and what they did with, uh, with chicken and every, you know, everybody's answer has been about the same. Just don't do anything crazy. You know, so I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm going inter- to, I'm going to interrupt you here. But so in the Jack Daniels contest, you have to turn in white meat and dark meat for chicken. It's not like KCBS where you just turn in, you know, anything you want. You actually have to have both varieties in the box. And so that's, that's kind of what he's talking about. Yeah. And just not, you know, we don't usually cook white meat at a barbecue contest. So, right. um, just playing around a little bit this weekend and I've been cooking, uh, cooking, cooking, obviously chicken my entire life, but, uh, trying to figure out how to make it comp worthy and, and get that one bite that a judge is going to say, you know what, that's really good. I'm going to give it a nine is, is the hard part. And so, uh, you know, we'll play around this weekend a little bit and, and run a couple test batches and hopefully, uh, hopefully get some good stuff going in for the Jack. Well, you know, Joe, I have to tell you that our very own producer T was a judge a couple of weeks ago at the American Royal. So if you need any tips about barbecuing, I would suggest <laughs> ask T-Bone. He's kind of our expert now. He's We're, a professional. Dan and I just kind of, we do everything, you know, whatever T-Bone says. It's like, well, don't make it too salty or maybe put a pepper. Do you got pepper? Put some pepper on that. Anyway, we're going to be right back with Joe Pierce Slaps Barbecue and we're going to be talking about some tailgating because it is football season and that is up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius, along with our producer T-Bone and my co-host, barbecue expert Dan Hathaway. And, and almost a co-host of the show, when you say Dan, is Joe Pierce. Yeah, he's kind of like he's our... our- Kind of co-host. He's kind guy. of our co-hosty. That's right. <laughs> you guys, you guys should just call this the Joe Pierce Power Hour. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well, that would mean they'll have to fire me, which um, that's cool. No, 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 you're just, no, Dan. You'll be around. You'll just be the fourth banana. Um, you'll that, be after T Bone, who doesn't even have his mic on right now. That's how no. little it'll be. Uh, no, Joe, of course, has got Slaps Barbecue. Check it out. What's your What's your What? Do you have a website and stuff for your stuff there, Joe? Absolutely. www.slapsbarbecuekc.com. You can find us at Slaps Barbecue on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those. Uh, I think there's even a, uh, 
even a TikTok out there now. With no way. Oh my God. We don't no. do anything, but uh, I keep thinking about it. I think you should be like having <laughs> dancing ribs and things like that. <laughs> and then you dancing while you're making ribs. I mean, and, that sounds horrible. And doing chicken. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds <horrible>. awesome. <laughs> sounds awesome. I would love to see that. So, so Dan had a great suggestion. Here we are right in the middle of football season. Uh, we won't talk about our local team, uh, college or professional. But uh, let, let, what do you want to start with talking about with uh, tailgating there, Joe? You know, I, I mean, t- tailgating is just uh, growing up, especially in the Midwest. I mean, there's a ton of colleges going college football. There's there's obviously professional football. I mean, there's baseball. There's so much stuff to, to dive into. But, you know, I just I. I love tailgating, man. I love, you know, bringing a grill out in the back of a truck and, and cooking up just the, just the cheapest hot dog you can get and just sitting <laughs> out of the truck thinking I'm, you know, God's gift to barbecue with these perfect hash marks that I give on a hot dog. But, you know, one of, one of, one of my favorite, absolute favorite things to, to grill, I just, I do barbecue Italian sausage. So we, you mm. know, I go get, just get like a mild uh, Italian sausage and uh, you cook it till it's almost done and then you just slather it with like the cheapest barbecue sauce you could possibly find. <laughs> and, you know, it starts getting grilled and sticky and starts burning a little bit. And you put this oversized bra on a tiny little bun and you throw whatever condiments on it you want. Like I just love throwing just a little bit of mustard over the top of it. And uh, just having this like char grilled, sticky, sweet, like it's spicy Italian sausage dog that, that I love. And people, uh, people tend to tend to like them as well, but uh, it's kind of one of my go-tos when I tailgate at a, at a, at a sporting event. You know, if you're going to go really cheap sauce, why don't you use like, I don't know, slaps barbecue sauce. Have you thought <laughs> of that? I, uh... that? That's a, that's a blow the bell. Isn't it? Cool. it is. Wow. <laughs> okay. So thanks for coming on for the last time, Joe. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Nothing like ticking off the gas. <laughs> a little am- ambush. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Going no, on. I, I, same team, buddy. Same Joe, team. Joe, I've had your barbecue sauce. I've had your barbecue. It's delicious. But that, that's such a great. But by the way, you cracked me up with. Here you are. A, you've got a, a gazillion trophies. You're second in the KCBS, which is huge. And then you're talking about, look at my grill marks on my hot dog. <laughs> hey, that's that, you know, perfect. It's, it's, just the, it's just the little things, right, Joseph? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> uh, at, the, at the American Royal, the uh, Nello Snicker Farms did the big uh, hot dog bash and just a good old grilled hot dog sometimes yeah, just does it for you. You're right. You know what I mean? You're right. It's, it's just so good. Uh, and and you, you, were, you were right when you, you hit it on the head when you said, you know, the, the bun to, to hot dog ratio. You have to, you have to use tiny little buns because there's, yeah, the, there's nothing worse than getting like a regular size hot dog and you get like the hoagie roll and it's all bread. <laughs> you're like, good right. Lord, what am I doing to myself here? I, I always think about, uh, you know, growing up here in the Midwest and going to uh, Coffin Stadium and getting old Sheboygan, right? Yeah. Just the massive, <laughs> the massive Italian The big, uh, the homewrecker is what I like to call it. <laughs> right. Just covered in, in peppers and onions and jalapenos. And, and so, you know, I, I always try to recreate that when I'm, when I'm tailgating by myself or, or with a group of people, but it's kind of, you know, that, that barbecued Italian sausage is kind of, kind of my go-to. And now, you know, as a, as a barbecue guy who's done a bunch of ancillary contests and stuff, we get, we do bacon wrap peppers and, and, you know, we just finished second in the, in the world and, 
and uh, sausage at the American Royal uh, with a, just an awesome sausage recipe that it's a mix between like a barbecue sausage and a breakfast sausage. And, and uh, it's just, it's just so good and so easy and so simple that it's uh, you know, it's really fun to, to branch out besides something else besides chicken ribs, pork and brisket and, and do some fun stuff when you're tailgating. Yeah. You know, tailgating is, you know, it's kind of the, the catalyst to, to, to competition barbecue because you really kind of figure out what equipment you need, what you don't need. And, 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 you know, you develop your, your, I would call them like simple, you know, parking lot recipes you know, <laughs> right. at the tailgate. What's uh what's one of the most, you know, fun things that you've done at a tailgate that you just normally don't see? Man, you know, I, I love doing like, uh, it's not that you don't see these a lot, but I love doing kebabs and, uh, I love doing like steak and shrimp and chicken and, and a bunch of peppers and potatoes and onions. And I just love that mix of, of kind of grilling everything at once because it takes a little bit of skill to cook, you know, the chicken, the peppers and, and, and the onions and, and the steak and the shrimp. You gotta, you, you gotta time it just right to make sure you're not overcooking or undercooking. So, so let me so, ask you this, when you, when you do your kebabs, are you doing, um, the meat, potato, you know, peppers and all that on one kebab. Are you doing separate kebabs like a meat, all meat, all vegetable? That way you can cook them to the proper temperature. No, I will do it all at once because it's oh, a you're living on the edge, you, Joe. You, you like to, you like to make it as difficult as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got limited access to tools and everything else. I'm in a parking lot. Let's make it as difficult as we possibly way, can. I ourselves. saw Joe Pierce do a hot dog on a kebab. By the way, I thought I mentioned that and perfect grill marks on it. <laughs> that might be the new I, thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, I really, I, I most of the time I tailgate. It's last minute. It's like, hey, you want to go to the Chiefs game today? Sure, absolutely. I'll go yeah. and I'll go to the dollar store, pick up. Of a ten dollar disposable grill that has <laughs> best like things four, ever, best things four ever. Four pieces of uh, ready lit charcoal <laughs> in it, and you got. I'm trying to grill burgers, and I'm like, it'll be done in a minute, guys. Oh, yeah. Just hold up. Yeah. And uh, but you know, having a good time doing it. So I, that's what it's really all about, and you know, and, and experimenting. You know, we've done fajitas out in the parking lot on one of those little disposable grills before in the snow. Yeah. You know, freezing to death, <laughs> thinking that we were cool doing fajitas out on the grill. <laughs> But it works and everybody has fun and, and no matter what, everybody's going to like it. Well, let, let, let me ask both of you guys when it comes to tailgating is, is simpler kind of the better because it, always, it, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like this is not the time to bring out a 20 pound brisket. I'm assuming, you know, with injections and everything else. <sighs> You know, yeah, yeah br- brisket, you probably just don't have time to do, but you know, you could do what I, I recommend not doing this. Uh, you know, we've had a big party at a tailgate before and I said, Hey, we'll just cook pizzas. And so I had a pizza bar and everybody made their own pizza. And I had these two pizza ovens that ran off pellets, a little uni pellet girl pizza oven. And, uh, man, I sat there for like four hours <laughs> pizza for people and i just thought to myself like it doesn't get much worse than this yeah like, but I, I bet everybody still talks about it though that's the absolutely. that's the one thing it yeah the, it was the party of the century and everybody had their own uh take i was i was yelling at the people who put too many toppings on it i'm like guys <laughs> we're doing we're doing neapolitan style pizza here i don't need the meat meat galore. lovers <laughs> Who, did you put a whole ham steak on here? Like, what the hell are you doing? I can just see you it. Know, so. I can just see it. Everybody's in the stadium at halftime, and Joe's still out there with three Cooking people pizza. in line. <laughs> yeah. they, they, dang it, they still want their pizza. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, well, well, Joe, we're 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 getting low on time. Any uh, anything else that comes to mind, real quickly, uh, for for doing a tailgating? That's something that that'll be helpful for the average Joe out there. You coming, know, coming I, from a Joe. 
Absolutely. One of my favorite things to tailgate is breakfast food because you always get there for a noon game and you're there at like seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Everybody else is making hot dogs. You throw some pancakes, uh, some eggs and some bacon on a, on a griddle, man, you're going to be the, you're going to be the talk of the town. So don't always just don't always go straight to lunch. It's okay to throw some breakfast. You have the breakfast and then you have the lunch and then you go (laughs) to the football game. And there's nothing stopping me from getting a a loaded nachos in a stadium. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, good luck next week, uh, you know, in, in Wyoming or Arkansas or wherever you're going. Hopefully uh, yeah. come out of there with a W. I hope so, man. We'll do our best. We'll be cheering for you as always. Joe Pierce, a regular on Barbecue Radio Nation. Love having him. And, of course, check out his website, slapsbbqkc.com. And I was joking about the sauce, but I, I, I kid you not, that sauce is delicious. Fire. It's fire. You want to go get it. <laughs> and, again, that's at slapsbbqkc.com. Next segment, we'll be wrapping up a little bit more on the American Royal. That's coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got their Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, commercial and now residential for your backyard barbecue. Again, oldhickorypits.com. And our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to Oldies 1240-K-W-A-K-A-M and The Duck. Say it with me. The Duck. Quack, quack. <laughs> Playing classic Country, and they are 105.5 KWAK FM in Stugart, Arkansas. Thanks for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for the Kansas City Barbecue Store Product Spotlight. Brought to you by the Kansas City BBQstore.com. Dan, what do you got for us this week? So I've got a, a necessary tool for everyone that cooks on a on a smoker or a grill. Okay. And that is, believe it or not. We sell barbecue stuff for smokers and grills. <laughs> so, I've been to your website. So, Trust me, you do. Right. So one of my favorite things, it's a company called Barbecue Butler. They make probably the best pair of heat-resistant gloves that you can get right now. They're, it's a it's like a, a, a cotton-style you know, mesh mm, glove. I like those. Because they're easy, they're easy to grab things. They're easy to grab things. Uh, they're rated up to like 665 degrees. And 
they're just they give a good fit to them so you don't feel like they're all clunky and mm-hmm. everything uh, think of like uh, the infomercial the of glove <laughs> okay that's basically what these things are like with a rubber coating on the outside so you have good you know good traction you can pick up quarters off the ground very nice. What do, what, what do they run? Do you, do you remember? Well, they're seventeen ninety nine. Oh, really? Yeah, for a pair of them. That's a great price. Yeah, it's a, it's not bad. Under under uh, what nine dollars a glove? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey T Bone, Dan's doing math now. I'm doing math. He's stuff. really stepping yeah. out. He was pretty quick on that. Too. I'm, <laughs> I'm no Will Hunting. You did notice the pause though. That's like. I was ciphering. Nine dollars a glove. Well, I just didn't know if I could interrupt you because, uh, you know, I didn't want to overstep my boundaries here, Dave. There are no boundaries here. So, <laughs> anyway, check it out. It's the Barbecue Butler glove, only seventeen ninety nine, and as Dan pointed out, less than nine dollars a glove. Boom, boom, math, and, and you can get it at math <laughs> at the Kansas City BBQ Store dot com. And um, like Dan was joking to and alluding to, but uh, you guys got everything there. It's, it's absolutely one of the best websites ever. So, Dan, a couple weeks ago, it was American Royal, and I just want to assure everybody we're not going to talk about it after this until um, this is it. Till till next, next year. Till next week. Yeah. And, um, but so we we got talking so much about different things. T Bone got the honor of being a judge, but we didn't really get to talk about your experience. You said you, you set up camp basically on thursday right yeah so we you know you can load in on wednesdays um a lot of people will you know a lot of the out-of-towners will get in on wednesday and and since i'm only about you know about 45 minutes from the speedway i went ahead and loaded in on thursday night just Mm -hmm. so i could because we have a lot of stuff going on the store's busy you know we're trying to you know be you know and be hospitable to all the people coming in town make sure they have everything make sure all of our sponsor teams have everything well, so let, let me ask you real quick about that because yeah. i remember last year during covid and there wasn't the american royal right. and and let's face it you lost out on a lot of sales lost from that. Out on, yeah lost out on a lot of sales even though you had a killer year because why because everybody was at home more people are at home barbecuing yeah. than ever in the history of barbecuing yeah but so this year was there a big uptick there really was you know we we saw a pretty good size of uh increase in our sales for the month of September just just from the American Royal and yeah. and you know like uh like Joe was talking about he did the Shawnee barbecue contest mm-hmm. you know in Kansas City there's a lot of contests in the month of September that are fairly significant and so you know when when those contests aren't going on it, it really it takes a, a toll a little bit on our our daily sales at the store but you know with the American Royal it's always fun you know we get to see all of our guys from Texas and cool. and and I'll just all around the country really they come into town they eat at the restaurant they they come by the barbecue store get their last minute supplies or you know somebody's always forgotten something you know I I hauled a bunch of stuff out to the the racetrack uh with with me on on Thursday night for some people that that had forgot some things so you know it, it's always fun to kind of be that barbecue sherpa you know when you're going out to the contest just hauling stuff out there for people and make sure that that they know that we're here for them. now Dan I gotta ask if you're if you're out there delivering stuff to them did they tip oh no I, we don't expect that no not at all beer not did they hand you a beer every once in a while you know somebody will have a, a nice coldie for you but but no it's it's so much fun and I think that I actually look forward to um, all the people coming in town, you know, more so than, than the actual contest, just because you, you get to see everybody. But isn't I mean, that kind of what barbecue competitions, especially something like this, is all about is is seeing your old barbecue friends that maybe you don't, maybe you only see them once a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, let, let, let's explain that these barbecue friends are actually more than friends, that uh, Dan and the barbecue store sponsor some of the top teams in the nation. Didn't, didn't one of your guys... Uh, 
category winner? Uh, yeah, actually, our, our team out of Temple, Texas, uh, Danny and Corey Mikes, uh, Fat Boys Barbecue, they won first place in brisket at the American Royal, which they're, you know, they're no stranger to. Those guys are amazing cooks, and uh, Danny's been cooking you know, longer than, than, than most barbecuers have been alive, <laughs> and uh, they've got a little barbecue place down there in Temple, and, and they pump out some of the best best texas style brisket that you can possibly get and it showed at the royal for sure they um, had a perfect score in brisket out of you know what 175 or 180 invitational teams which is just outstanding so so let's get back to, to dan's experience at the american royal so thursday night you get set up you deliver some stuff yeah talk about friday real quick so friday's really the day where we kind of assess what we have to do for the rest of the weekend we have our you know we always have a team uh, a little team gathering because we have an uh, an awesome sponsor and yeti coolers and they always provide a lot of our you know they provide all of our teams with some awesome yeti swag we usually get a new cooler and some personalized stuff and it's really it's we can't thank them enough they're they're probably the best sponsor that we've had um you know as a as an organization Mm -hmm. Uh, so we do that. We, you know, we have some cocktails, um, <laughs> and then, that in. right. And then, uh, and then w- one of the guys out of Iowa, his name's uh, Darren Worth and he's got, uh, Iowa Smokey D's barbecue. He's probably the most accomplished, um, competition cook that's been, you know, for the last 20 years, mm-hmm. he's won just about everything. And he always does this amazing tenderloin cook in his spot. They've, I mean, they, they do it up really nicely. They, bring out the fryers they hand bread all these tenderloins on site and they make tenderloins for everybody out there on friday and so that's always part of our thing and then friday nights that is game time when everybody starts to you know get everything prepped right and uh and so we kind of everything kind of you know kind of levels out friday afternoon because everybody's getting into game mode and then mm-hmm. um <clears throat> saturday morning you get ready for turn-ins uh for the invitational uh once those are over it, you, we go into kids queue and so, it, you know, we're kind of we're kind of running the whole weekend. So we all three of my girls compete in the kids queue. I only had two of them competing this year. Um, and it was, you know, it was a, a thousand degrees out in the concrete. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It there was, was no weekend. shade. <laughs> you know, the, the, it was it's absolutely brutal. I, <laughs> and wasn't wasn't one of your daughters reserve champion? Uh, she was. Yes, uh, yeah, so. she was. She was second place in stake. And that was probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened at the Royal for me. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, she's at the end of the driveway still selling the steak like a lemonade stand. She's still making money off this thing. They've done that before. I know. <laughs> she's like, hey, I've got a, I got a deal here. You know, I think the, the thing of it is I've never heard of personally a kid's cue until you talked about it. I think that's the coolest thing it's, ever. It's so much fun because it, it's such a wide range of ages. And so, you know, from six to to 10 and then from 10 to I think 15 oh, is the, the age ranges. And, and so you get the little bitty ones that are just kind of there just doing their own thing. And then you get the older ones who, are, who have done it sure. many times. So they're, you know, they're dead serious about it. And it's, it's one of my favorite things at the American Royal, just because you I don't know. I just like kids. I, I love guess. it. I love it. I just think that's the coolest event. Well, we're about out of time. Wrap up Sunday for you for us. Okay. Real quick. Well, Sunday's always the fun day because that's, that's the open turn ins. And so you're hustling, you're getting up in the morning, getting fires lit, getting things seasoned, put on the cooker. And then you go to, go to turn ins. You get, you know, you, we had Turkey turn in early, you go chicken ribs, uh, pork and brisket. And then you just wait, wait to hear your name called. Mm. And uh, unfortunately we didn't get our, our name called this year, but uh, you know, 
like the Cubs, there's always next year. Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes I joke with you, and I, I, I always, I always worry that people are going to think I don't think you're a good barbecue, and I know you're a great barbecue, and that's that's a, such a huge competition. So, thanks for thanks for giving us a wrap up on that. Also, want to thank Joe Pierce from Slaps Barbecue for being on the show once again. We'll have him on in uh, like two weeks, so don't go anywhere for that. Might as well. He's we, good. Enough. He's a great guest. <laughs> and check out his website and get his sauce too. SlapsBBQKC.com. Also, we've got our our Ask Dr. Dan segment sponsored by our October Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Cowtown Barbecue Sauce, 18 ounces, only $5.99. The best sauce on the planet, which was the title awarded in the 2001 American Royal Barbecue, which you can get at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. And if you've got a question for us, just email us at drdan at bbqradionation.com. And please like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. For producer T-Bone, my partner in crime, Dan Hathaway, which you can always find at the American Royal. I'm Dave Kais. Thanks for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Nation. And as always, and I do mean always, happy barbecuing. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into a bold hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.